Greetings, greetings, and welcome to a brand new episode of Out the Box Talks. I am your host, Krill. We are at episode 85. Is that correct? Yep, episode 85. Sometimes I lose track. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to all of our listeners, our viewers, those who, you know, go above and beyond to um, support us, right? Those who've been checking for our new shows every Friday, thank y'all for that, man. We have another special guest on the show today. He is representing the city of Detroit, Michigan. You know how I feel about Detroit MCs. They are so talented, so creative. They offer so much to this music we love called hip-hop. So I'm really excited to build with this brother tonight. He has a new album out, which we'll talk a bit about. But before I do that, let me just shout some things out related to Out the Box. Remember, we got our website, outtheboxmedia.com, that you can go to to keep acquainted with all of our previous and recent episodes. We've been doing interviews since 2009. So, you know, hit that website and click like the TV show tab or the audio podcast tab to get reacquainted or or acquainted if this is your first time you know getting connected to the the platform also we have our merch page where you can you know get merch like this snapback hat i got on the out the box tv hat as well as um all like out the box related merch we got coffee mugs for the podcast out the box talks we got our sweaters hoodies all that good stuff is is there so if you like what we do and you know, you want to sport some of the merch to show the world that you repping with us. You can go to the website, uh, outtheboxmedia.bigcartel.com. Also, uh, we have our Patreon page. So if you want to get access to some of our exclusive interview clips, these are clips that are not available to the public for free. You got to be a Patreon member or a member of Out The Box Media. Uh, so you can go ahead and support that as well. It's a very low cost monthly fee. It's only $2, but we have over 23 and growing interview clips from a lot of the artists that we interviewed previously. So you could just click that link. These links will also be in the description, whether you're listening on our audio podcast platform or on YouTube. All right. So, um, and last but not least, I want to shout out, uh, our donation, Areas where you can support us. So you can send donations to Cash App at cash tag out the box rep. You can also send donations to PayPal at paypal.me slash out the box media. All right. And um, remember, the show is available on audio podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, etc. Wherever you generally listen to audio podcasts, you can find a high quality audio to this interview on those platforms. Just look for Out the Box Talks and hit follow or subscribe to keep updated. Also remember, we are on YouTube on Out the Box TV. So if you're checking out via YouTube right now and you are not subscribed to the channel, please hit that subscription button and the notification bell to keep updated. So like I said, I got an artist on the show today. As usual, you know I try to bring you someone that's either creative or conscious. This brother really fits the fold of being creative because his sound is so unique, right? Like I haven't heard, 
you know, music like this in, in quite some time. And, and I feel like, you know, what he offers is really one of a kind. So I'm really excited to build with him. He has a new album that is out. Uh, it came out in March. It's called Dope Game Stupid. Um, <laughs> and um, it's the music is really for a mature audience, you know, like the adult-only listeners. But what really stands out is, like I said, his unique MC style and voice and certainly the hilarity of his lyrics, right? He has some really funny but clever punchlines. Um, the album, like I said, came out in March, and it's also on the Bruiser Brigade record, spearheaded by our artist Danny Brown. Um, throughout the music on the album, Bruiser's character expresses upon having a history as a previous, you know, street hustler and being impacted by that lifestyle. But it's the unique vocal delivery and humorous punchline that he displays on the album that makes this project stand out in its overall listening. Back in April, Pitchfork gave the album a 7.6 rating and said it was among the year's most engaging rap albums so far. I actually found out about the project from a website called hiphopgoldenage.com, which did a review on it. And when I read the review, it really intrigued me to go listen to it. And I got to agree with Pitchfork. It's definitely an engaging album, and it just keeps your attention through it all. So, man, it is a pleasure to be able to bring this brother on the platform today. He represents the city of Detroit, as I said earlier. And um, we're going to talk to him about this project and just his, you know, experience as an artist thus far as well. So without further ado, I want to welcome to our Out the Box Talks, listening and viewing audience, my brother hailing from Detroit, Michigan, Bruiser Wolf from the Bruiser Brigade Records. Introduction, man. That's a hell of an introduction, man. I'm just honored to be on the show, man. You interview so many cats, man. You know, outbox we here, man. You know what I'm saying? Straight from Detroit. What up, crew? What's up, Bruiser, man? How are you, man? What what's what's good at this point in your life, man? How's how's things? Oh man, uh right now I'm still in awe, man. I wake up every day. It's like I got something special to do, man. It's like the fans impacting the way they say I impact music is just, man, it's just hell with the success and the money, man. I'm just so happy that I'm able to touch people with my music. You know what I'm saying? And it just, man, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling. I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. Indeed, indeed. So we got to talk about this album that came out early this year. I got to say, I... It, you sound so seasoned on the project that it's actually hard to believe that this is your debut album, you know? <laughs> so um, we're going to definitely tap into that, but I wanted to give you an opportunity just to talk about your journey thus far, like as an MC, like what made you even want to pursue, you know, rhyming in the first place? Well, what really made me want to, you know, pursue rhyming man it was just that when i was young I, I was i knew i was good at it bro like when you pick up a basketball everybody can hoop but you know when you're special you know like or everybody can't draw you know what i'm saying so you know when you when you when you paint them pictures or drawing them pictures is more vivid it was like when i was young bro it was like i felt 
I was good at it and I liked it. You know what I'm saying? That's this is go back when I was young and what impacted me is the effect like I seen on my older brothers or my cousins or just the hood, period. It was what hip hop did, you know what I'm saying? It brought people together. It was it was another sport, you know what I'm saying? And that just intrigued me, man. And I, I just love it. I love I just love making music, bro. Dope, dope, man. Like that's that's you could hear that too, like even in your music, man. So this this new album, which is like I said, is your debut album. Um, it's on the Bruiser Brigade record label, spearheaded by uh, another Detroit artist, Danny Brown. For for those that may not know, like, can you explain what the Bruiser Brigade movement is and how you actually became a part of it? Well, the the, the movement been going way before I was there. You know, Danny Brown put his uh, came out the mud, man. Put his imprint on the game. And been getting how you've been getting it. Um, you know, what well, we are, we're a collective group of, of rappers, producers, and we just ourselves, you know what I'm saying? And quiet as it's kept, we really just a family, you know what I'm saying? And um, we, we love the competitiveness of it. We love hip hop. We love all genres of music. And we don't try to be different. We just be ourselves. And, that's what you see when you see Bruiser Brigade, man. Dope, dope. Like, how far do you go back with Danny? Like, like where, like where did this um, connection even begin? Wow, um, I really been knowing Danny for like two and a half, three years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just you know, personally, but um, we connected, man. He's a, a music genius, bro. He he loves all type of music. He loved, he loved to hear some shit that you ain't never heard, or you know what I'm saying. He just loved music, man. He always been that cat that was different, and he had to show motherfuckers, man. But um, when I met him, I met him through Fat Ray. You know, I did a showcase with Fat Ray. Mm. We tapped in, and Fat Ray said, "Let's go do a song." We did a song called "Old Faithful." When I'm doing dog food. And I was able to perform at Thanksgiving, uh, Bruiser Brigade Thanksgiving, which is annually something that Danny do every year and give back. And it was it was to capacity, and uh, we shut it down, and we we linked up afterwards. He always loved the music, I, you know, since I did Old Faithful, and he just been supporting me, man, and told me to come through what I wanted to do. He just really passionate about music, you know what I'm saying? And that's what we do, and we've been tied in ever since, man. You know what I'm saying? That's my my bro dope dope yeah i remember when danny was just coming out man i think it was at a we it was a i may i could have been a cmj showcase years ago with black milk out here in new york sobs and then danny came out and his style was always kind of unique too like i hadn't heard that's the dope thing about detroit like yo it's so many different styles you know what i'm saying everybody is there's such a diversity, but the music is like really, really dope. Like you like one thing is like you guys stand on that quality and the soul, the soul is like very consistent, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really dope to see you unfold and it doesn't surprise me that you're a Detroit MC, you know what I mean? Cause 
it's just known to bring that quality. You know what I mean? But um, talk to me about this uh the the album Dope Games, Dope Game Stupid. Like like what inspired the actual title? Like where did that whole title come from for you to go with? Well, you know, I'm a street I'm a street rapper. I, I experienced a lot of shit in the street, so I, I you know really talk about it. But when I sit back and I listen and I listen to everybody, everybody glorified. I remember being, I remember one time I was listening to Young Jeezy. And I don't mean to get off topic. I'm just directly where I'm about to go to. But I was listening to Young Jeezy and everybody was so hyped when Young Jeezy came out. He was talking about moving yams. Ha ha. And then I got locked up. Mm. Like I got, you know what I'm saying? They was trying to put me in some bullshit. And when I was in jail and I was looking at the shit I was facing, I'm like, man, ain't shit funny, ain't ha ha, ain't, you know, not to say nothing about Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? That's his story and what he did. And that shit motivated the dope boys and all of that. But when I was in that situation, I was like, man, that shit's so stupid, man. Damn, this shit's stupid. What the fuck am I, what the fuck am I doing? But I always, when I rap, you know what I'm saying? I always wanted to be the one that not big it up. You know what I'm saying? The consequences, the ones, you know, to, to let everybody know that the shit is some stupid shit. It ain't the greatest shit nowhere. Come on now. You know, and um, I always rapped about it. And that's what I wanted to present to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Dope game, stupid. Like, be the one that's against the grain. I can't be the same one rapping about the same shit. It's just like me selling, selling the same work on the same block to everybody that's the same. It's like, you know what I'm saying? That's why some cats move to the suburbs, some cats venture. You, you know what I'm saying? It just we can't do the same shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh I went against the grain, dope game stupid, because we can talk about how great it is. You know what I'm saying? And then they, you know, motherfuckers want to talk about how real it is when they rapping and you gotta be a real nigga, you gotta go to jail, you have to sell dope right now, you have to kill somebody right now to talk about that shit is stupid. All of that shit is dumb. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's just where it came from and and it kind of enlightened to shit. It's like you, like you say, I got clever punchlines, though, or it's funny. It's mm. funny because it's clever. It's really real, though. Right, it's right. And at the same time, you chuckle to yourself and say, "That was dope." But you know what I'm saying? No game, stupid man. Ain't nothing, nothing sweet about it. I, you know, I thought that that might have been where you were going with it, but you know, I always like to just ask the artist right out so you could explain that. Um, but it, 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 um, it's so dope that you, you know, that was the angle, you know what I mean? Would you say that you're, you know, the, 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 the way in which you presented yourself on the album, like the style, the, 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 the humorous bars and, and the clever and the wit is your, is the approach that you took to kind of se- you like avoid the glorifying of it? Um, I guess like you can say that, give or take, but... Like, when you listen to it, it doesn't come across like a traditional, you know, rap record where people are talking about that, right? Like, it it, it, mm-hmm. it, it does have, like, a almost like a cinematic element to it, like a story element to it, which which I think is the creative part to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you, I think you pretty much hit it on the nail. Uh, honestly, though, bro, uh, I wasn't really... I really wasn't trying to be funny, dog. Like oh, wow. I really, 
like a couple lines. I really was just trying to be a dope, a doper MC. I get it. Like, you, we didn't heard all the dope metaphors, man. We didn't heard it. The sport, the sport, the, the dope lines. It's like who gonna bring the different expression to it to make it? Like I just want to make some fun music, even I though this it. shit is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I want to make some good music. Like I want to. I'm that nigga that's in the hood. Like I, I've been there, done that. You know what I mean? Go ahead if you want to, and I'm, I'm gonna kick it with you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it is what it is. You know, I ain't gonna never say no shit that's false or some shit I never seen or you know. But I wasn't trying to be funny, but that's how it came off and. Uh, it was kind of dope how it is, man. I, I I really was just trying to be a dope ass MC. I was trying to say something the hardest shit I, I never heard. Or Got I go it. back to my metaphors and I was just trying to just be ill, dog, and talk about it different than anybody else was, or you know, you know, and have people I wanted the oohs and ahs, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah. I want to come with it. I get that, man. Wow, that's dope. That's dope. So um the album cover features like a large white bird holding a pink and blue bag with two babies. Talk to me about how this cover art even came to be. Oh man, this cover art. This, you know what? This should have taught me so much, man, about hip hop. When you think about it, what we doing is so special. Like hip hop is a part of, like they used to spray graffiti and shit on the walls, break dance, you know? We got, the, we got some loopers, the dog ass MC. Rock, rock, rock concerts album very unique and a painter and that's my man so I, he like when he painted everybody album and shit so he like what well, we talking about? well i'm gonna paint a raven on your shit i'm like raven I'm like you talk about birds i'm like yeah put that bitch on there so then one day me and my lady chilling and she always in her damn phone. She be mad. I'm in my Instagram or whatever. She on her. Uh, and she say, uh, "You should do the, you should do the stork. That bird, it's a white bird, a stork." And she was like, "You can have that bitch carrying a boy and a girl." You know what I'm saying? We talking about the boy and the girl. You know, on the streets, the boy is the the, the, the heroin and the girl is the, you know the cocaine or whatever. So she liked the the stork delivering the boy and the girl. That shit was. Yeah, that's dope. Let me hit Z up. We hit Z up. He like, oh yeah, that shit dope. And I got the research in the bird. Like all this shit is universe, bro. This is all God, all from Phil, you know. And um, I say I get to looking into the stork, and the stork lives to be thirty nine years old, my age. You know what I'm saying? And every time we see that motherfucker is delivering a baby, so you look at it like, damn. I'm that got to be a safe bird or whatever. And then certain different countries, it's for good luck, different religions, different stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's the strongest bird. It lives the longest. You know what I'm saying? And by me having to carry a boy and girl, what the hell do I look like being 39 delivering the boy and the girl? You know what I'm saying? So it was, then that shit just came. You know what I'm saying? And um, the funniest shit, man, I was coming in the studio two days before the album dropped. And it was a bird trapped in the motherfucking trash, man. And I saved it. And when I picked the bird up, it was flapping. So I got the video and everything. And my man Scooty cut it loose and shit. I'm like, man, I posted on Instagram. It's a looper like, dog, that's a, that's like an omen, dog. Your shit about to be hard. 
And all of this is just coming, and it's all of that shit is just making me think. So mm. that artwork is really serious to a hip hop album. You can have an art, a picture, explain an album, or make you just like when you go look at different art. It can have just dots and shit, and it, whatever you feel when you see it, that's what it made you feel. That's why you purchase art. You know what I'm saying? And all of that, that all what I'm talking right now, it all comes together, dog. You know what I'm saying? And it goes back to hip hop. You know, the graffiti, the artwork, the break dancing, man, you know, it's it's still here. And, and uh, I love the Loopers, man. Shout out to the Loopers, man. We did something special. You know, when I think about the, the artwork, like, it, it really stands out. It's one of those pieces that could be like a, like a fine art piece. You know what I mean? Like, when you think about it, um, it it it's just it's just something you could just, like, literally stare at and be like, yo... What is this trying to say? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, how would you define, you know, what the cover is saying to you? Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure it has different meanings for different people, but just based on your relation to it. Oh, man, I mean, so much to me. And I, if I was like, I, wanna, I don't want to be biased because I, you know, I had a part of creating it. But, right, uh, right. If I was to just see it and I know what it was like a rap album i like damn i gotta see that i got i gotta hear that i see something I see. yeah the hell like even when people call me and my family like what's up with the with the bird carrying the boy and the girl like it's so different bro like it's like and then when you look into this it, it's really classical shit man you know what i'm saying i just see something authentic when i see it i don't know you know i like i feel like i seen it the folk you know what I mean? Like the store car and the baby, the birds. I mean the babies or whatever. Yeah. Like I feel like I seen it before, so I feel like I know something about it to, to tap in. And, and right. really, that's everybody growing in my shoes in my shoes from, from poverty and, and, and inner cities. You understand the street life. You even if you're not in it, even not even ever wanted to get in it. You know, you understand it, so you would want to purchase that to understand to see what that's about, you know what I'm saying? And that's what that picture made me see. I, I seen it before, I'm gonna learn a little bit more. And then I, that's what it made me, see. when I got to study in the stork, I'm like, damn, I got a lot in common with the stork. Wow, you know what I'm wow, well said. You got a line that goes, this is a very memorable line too. Rapper B and rapper A got the same sound like the letter C and the letter K. Now, it's a funny lyric when I hear it. It's from the song, Use Me, I'm Dope. Um, like I said earlier, man, you have a very unique MC style. You know, your lyrics come across very funny, even though I know now that's not even your intention, right? But I think it's, 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 it's something worthy to recognize because it's a skill set. Um, can you talk about... Um, um, like also on the album, you say nobody sounds like you, right? You got a song where you keep saying that. Like, what mm -hmm. inspired you to take this unique approach as an MC? Like having this particular sound. Um, I believe like the 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 sound, man. Like, I don't know, man. It's like. The way I approach it, the way I have it, like the reason why I say I got my own sound, even though they try to compare me to people and I'm honored to be compared by those greats, you know, uh, I just remember the struggle. I remember learning how to use my voice, you know what mm. I'm saying? Uh, 
because my my goal was to be the the next Russell Thompson Jr. from the stylistics, but in the rap form. You know what I mean? Interesting. Like you say, Detroit, you got the soul. You know what I'm saying? All that. So I took it there. You know, um, I don't think nobody saw me like when I. The voice I have, I feel like I can just say anything, and that's why I, that's another reason why I should be funny too. And actually, I, I think I'm just a funny. I think I'm naturally a good person to kick it with. Like I just can't kick it with you, bro, and we just talk about some sad shit. You know, right, yeah. right, right, right. You know, I want to kick it with you. We go kick it, bro. Like we, like I, I knew, I knew you was coming. I got my dude, I got my black, I got my weed. You know, I'm coming to kick it with you, and that's how my approach is on my album. And uh. With my voice, it might throw you off guard, but I don't want to sound like nobody. You know, why well, I can't be the Earth, Wind, and Fire of Philip Bailey? Why, well, you know, why well, I gotta sing like everybody else or sound like everybody else? Right? So I just wanted to put a different to- a touch on it. And when you hear those guys, those falsettos, those tenors, right? You think of timeless music, bro. I want to make timeless music. I'm up there, and they ain't got time to make no no bop shit. I gotta give it to you right now. You know what I'm saying? So. That's that's another reason why I really appreciate my voice and why I say I'm different. And no matter how they try to compare me, it's gonna be different, man. You know, I just remind you of it, like I remind, like LeBron remind you of Jordan or, or Magic. You know, hybrid type shit. You don't know who. Yeah. Like, you might say I'm CeeLo Green, Niles Barkley. You might say I'm I'm forty or sugar free, because those voices are distinctive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like I noticed those comparisons, uh, but I also think that you have your own thing going too, right? Like I can right. definitely yeah. hear that. And that's a common thing in hip hop. There's so many people that get compared and then after a while you start really listening to them, you you realize, okay, this guy has their own sound. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to ask you. So let's let's go into some of, the songs on the album. I had a question that I just, just escaped me, but I, I'm sure I'll come back to it. Um, the first song is entitled Thank God, right? And I mm-hmm. think you start off by saying something like, you know, I did what? I did, you know, I'm forgetting the exact lyrics, but like, I, yeah, so it kind of starts off by like, wow, like you made it, you know what I mean, from a from a past life. Like, can you talk about why you chose to go with that theme as the first song on the album? I hated when I made that song. I was I really? was out of gas. That was the last song I made. And Interesting. Danny has coming in from um, out of town. He was busy. And he walked in and shit. And I'm talking about this other song we got. I want, I want to say the producer name, uh, fucking from from Alchemist. And uh, I was so bent on the Alchemist song. I love Alchemist or whatever. And uh, he like, what the fuck is this? This that shit. So you know, Danny chose that to be the first song. I'm like, what? You did what? Why? Then I understood why. You know, like I tried to tell you earlier, Danny and Genius man with this shit. Man, uh, it was smart to pick that song first, and I understand why. And when I made it, it's the reason why I get it, because like that was my last song. And I'm like, I'm finally here. I could see this. I could see that. Damn, it's gonna be like this, you know. And uh, I just always, oh, I'm very. I just wanted to thank God, you know, that I was able to do this, and uh, I'm blessed. And all I had was my faith, man. You know what I'm saying? To even do something like this, and. Uh, 
I'm just so thankful for that, man. Thank you, dope, God. Dope. What do you what did you think was his reasoning why he made it the placement of the first track? Man, because and you know what, honestly, this this making this album shit is like, and I'm new to this hip hop fairly to this particular lane, and really I created my own, I don't know, you know, but it's like making a baby, man. It took you mm. take seven, eight, nine months, make a baby. The whole time you wondering what your baby gonna look like. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you got all his toes, fingers, you want it to be healthy. You know, and uh, they was the doctors, bro. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And what I look like telling the doctors, you know, what to do and how to deliver the baby, you know, and I'm, I learned so much from Danny. I learned so much from Rafi and J.U.S. and uh, BMO, the whole Bruiser Brigade, the way we do things, you know. Uh, Dope. It was just, you know, it was, it was really his call and I really understood but the way I did it, you know, that was last time. It just, it fit, man. And I think he he knew, he had a vision of what I was doing before I even could see it. You know what I'm saying? I just know I was rapping about my past history and my struggles in life and the things I had to go through and how I tried to make the best of it, the light of it. You know what I mean? I could dig it. I could dig it. It's always good to have a second ear, you know, and someone who's seen the game from a certain, you know, perspective and, and could add on. So that that's dope. I think the placement worked out well, too. Um, so I noticed that the first and last track on the album features an artist named Apropos. I'm not sure if I'm saying the name right. Is it Apropos? Um, uh, Apropos. Apropos. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, like I be messing up too. That's my dog, AP. Oh, yeah, all, right, so, all right, cool, cool. But I want to say it right. You said a pro pros, right? Yeah, Apropos. Okay, good. So, like, give us some insight on who Apropos is and like what impact you wanted his voice to have, like on the opener and closer of the album, because he's like at the beginning and at the end, and I don't think people just like loosely listening will know who he is. So can you can you kind of like explain like who he is and how he appears on the album? Oh man, AP. That's that's what I call. That's my man. You know, I always struggle seeing his name and purple. So he is man. Uh, um, he's so solid, man. He's just so determined, working. He ready to drop. He work on his music. Is he? He didn't did a lot of special things, man. And. Um, it was really BMO call Gangsta T. Because um, I was doing it myself. They love me. They love my voice being unique and different. And right. Singing it, but it was like, no, we need something else. Mm. You know, we need something else on there, you know. And uh, he was right. And we wound up doing it live one night. We just party. We parties and kick it at the Bruiser. And we chilling. And they're like, y'all do it right now. So we do it live. And he, you people was in there crying, you know what I'm saying? Wow. We did Mama Was a Dolphin, you know? Yeah. And, um, honestly, we did Mama Was a Dolphin first. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, before we did Thank God. So. Wow. And he came in and he touched it, man. And, you know, he come, he, he, he know how to come from that pain, man. He can rap too. Yeah, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, for those he's that fought. don't know, he's the guy that's actually singing like the vocals in the background, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
bringing that pain out of it. And, mm. um, and I don't thank God, you know what I'm saying? He made it because I really didn't like thank God because I couldn't sing like I want. Like I, I sometimes when I write songs and make music, I be hearing myself different on it or I want to sound a certain way. And I'm like, I can't sound like that. And he brought that out, took it to church kind of, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, Man, he just, man, that's my man's. You know, he always down for everything. I hate that. We just went to Atlanta. He was trying to fly out, but I'd be in and out. You know what I'm saying? I am, if he can come, he can come. You know, and I wish he would have came because he called me and he wanted to go. And I went, and, man, I had a hell of a show. I broke down doing Mama Was a Dope Thing. It was wow. the first time I ever did it. So when I perform, bro, I try to give you exactly what you heard, exactly what, you know what I mean, and the way I feel it. And I could, they had to run it back two or three times. You know what I'm saying? Then it would have been dope if he was there with me, you know. But right. I had people cried and I was, you know, teared up on stage. It is what it is. And I I didn't realize a lot of people went through that, you know. And I forgot. People mamas were strung out, people fathers were strung out, and their lives was affected, you know. But you know, man, that's my man's and he brought that he brought the best out of that song. Salute to AP, man. It's my dog, my brother. Wow, man. You know, I was gonna save this question for later on, but um, being that you just brought up the song, like, it is, like, clearly the most emotional song on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, The Mama Was a Dope Fiend, the last song on the album. Like, how difficult was it for you to write that? You know, Knowledge sent me, um, shout out to Knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge sent me another song, and I was so bent on writing something for the ladies, you know, some smooth shit for the ladies. And I had made a song, it was dope, but... I was trying to nail something for the big time Grammy man, you know, like I just and then he sent me that one. Boom 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 like what this shit saying like and then I was like mama was a dope thing. Like I was saying Papa was like I was going there with like Papa was a Rolling Stone kind of vibe, like you know. Then I'm like, oh shit, I could talk about mama. Like it hit me like I could talk about my mama boy. What I went through, like, my mama was smooth. She didn't really show us that shit. We didn't see that shit. I learned about it as I got a little older. And, um, I had to take care of her, so through certain health issues and shit. But um, I learned it that way, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's why that song was so powerful. Uh, everything about it, man. Wow. You know, like, when I was making it, it, it really, the, I was, it was moving itself, man. It was wow. It was like a Ouija board or some shit. How would you say that that track relates to? Because it it, it <clears throat> it's it's slightly different. The energy of it is is different to what you're hearing throughout the album, right? And it comes at the end. How does that song even even though it comes at the end? How does it? Relate, Excuse me. It's cool. How does it relate to all the other music that's happening on the album? It relates to dope game stupid. It relates to every metaphor, every punchline that I I made you laugh about how the dope game was stupid or or anything with that. You know what I'm saying? To even try to glamorize that shit. And then, you know, to know how serious this is, to know how many people been and got killed, how many people in jail, how many babies been affected by this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like uh this for the niggas that didn't rather tell. It's for the kids that visit their dad in jail. You know, like, it's so fucking serious, you know. Uh, 
you know, like, how could I even, you know what I mean? So. I get it, man. I get it. Dope, dope. So, you, it's funny you were talking about, you know, recording um, Thank God and just being able to sing on that and you feeling a way about your voice in the singing. And I, I thought about that, like that's something that's pretty apparent in the music, like you hear you singing a lot, even though your <laughs> voice does come across a little bit off-key at times. Uh, mm -hmm. But it still works. Let me just say that. It still works. I think it really adds to your persona as an MC. Like it, 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 it really adds to what we are getting uniquely from Bruiser Wolf. Like what, what gave you the confidence to just go with the free-flowing singing on the album? Instead you of being what? so like critical of yourself, you know, because you guys are artists, you could be like, man, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sound, I don't like, like, but like what gave you that confidence to say, you know, I'm going to just go with it. It's just the way I make, make my music, the way I hear the music, where, like, like what the beat telling me to do. And my project with Rafi with the certain loops and the sad, you know, kind of like, you know, the instrument vibe, just like, I was used to the trap shit, you know, and boom, boom, you know, all that. It, that type of music made me kind of like harmonize, made me sing, you know, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it just, it just brought that out of me. And I went, I ain't want a motherfucker sing. Really, it just was like, oh, then it started sounding dope. You know what I mean? I wasn't about to tell them boys to throw no auto tone on it. Shit already. Right, right. I'm like, fuck it. And I'm like, because at the end of the day, like, I think Drake can sing. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, it sounds good. Like, it sounds, you know Drake done been practicing and shit, but when you first heard Drake, you didn't think he really can sing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's his sound. Right. He sound like him, you know? And it's it's just like an instrument, too. Like, you know, the way he do it, and uh, I think he can fucking blow and he can flow. I be want to hear him spit too. He brought it together. So I think anybody can sing. Like look, like Barry White. Like you know Barry White roll with the whole deep joint. Like he ain't blowing like damn. Uh, you know Philip Bailey or or, or uh, he ain't got that like uh, temptations. Like you know he just right. had his. You know, you know what I mean? And it's his song. So that's what you buy into. And they're like damn. They eventually like how I sign. Every time I do use me, they sing with me. I'm like, damn, I can wow. I can't sing, bro. You Yo, know, how does that make you passion. feel? Like, how does that make you feel that like you like in your in your in your opinion, you feel like you can't sing, but like people are actually singing along to <laughs> the things that you sing. It, it's just the music, man. They, and that's what I love too, man. There ain't no feeling like that. Yeah. When somebody feel what you feel when Word. you created it, you know what I'm saying? And use me one of them. Like, like I'm dope. Like, motherfuckers get tired of people trying to use them and shit. You know what I mean? Right. Picture, picture of you is dope, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you is dope. Right. They got to use you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, man, I love to hear them people sing, man, with me. And uh, I know I ain't blowing like that, man, but I, I definitely sound different. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. You know, I got to say, even though, like, like I, like I said, you know, you, your, your, your singing might not be 
it might not come across as the greatest singing. Like, as I listen to the album, like, like I said, it works. There was not one point in the album where I'm listening and I'm like, yo, he shouldn't be singing on that. Like, it works. So I like the <laughs> fact that, you know, it, it it's woven into your style. And I think that's what makes it work, too. You know what I mean? Um, now, the song Chess Moves, <laughs> you have a line where you say, I promise Giannis, you ain't got enough bucks to win it all. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you, like, does that line hit differently now, being that he actually won the championship? You know, <laughs> it's really dope that I said that at the end of the day, and I'm like, damn, I can always. Like, all publicity ain't bad, but I'm like, I'm going to have to take that one on a chance. So when I perform it, I'm like, you know, sometimes I might say I told Giannis he didn't have enough bucks to win it all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's really a hell of a – it's something dope to say. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But, I'm so yeah. glad that you said that because I, I, I wanted to ask you, like, how would you flip it now? Like, if you had to flip it or switch it, like it's, – It's really dope now because he really won it all. Right, right, without, right. Without enough bucks, really. But that boy Middleton was going crazy. Though. Word up, word up. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this. Um I think, and this is just my biased self, right? Because I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. And um, I, I thought if KD's foot was just a little bit behind, it would be a whole different story. So I think that this line still stands <laughs> from my perspective because really and truly, if everybody was healthy and wasn't injured, he still would have needed more bucks, you know what I mean, to make it happen. But in reality, he really did win, so... Big ups to uh, Giannis in the box. But yeah, I just man. thought about that line when I when I saw, like, he won the championship. I wanted to ask you about that. <laughs> so yeah. Giannis, Giannis closed out on the 50 ball, man. He deserved it, bro. Yeah, for real, real. I, I, that's just my little bias. But, yeah, he definitely deserved the effort, man, he put in throughout all these years, man. Uh, so the track Middlemen, we hear fellow artist Fat Ray singing, you know, with slightly different lyrics, but it's the same melody of 50 Cent's, you know, popular Many Men hook. But the beat on your track is different, right? Like, what do you think inspired Fat Ray to go with the same vocal melody? Well, um, you know, I I wrote it, and uh, when I did it years ago, I did it too, Middle Man. I mean, I mean Man. Okay. And, I was hustling. I was so tired of middleman taxing me and shit. So middle, 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 man. I did it like on some, you know, mixtape instrumental, you know, just flowing on the shit, playing, and everybody loved that shit. And that's when I, that's when that shit really started going crazy. I did it like that, and I'm like, you know what? That shit's so dope. We can do it on something else. I was just up there in the lab playing around. They like do that shit. I'm like, Ray, you do it, you know. And Ray nailed it. Wow. So it's something you already had, like, you know, already was planning to do ahead of time. How did you know that beat was going to be the beat for it, though? Shit, man, Raffy, you know, Raffy four speed. Like, you better do that. And I just, like, the whole cadence of my flow. I went from apes to a quarter, to a half, to a whole. Catch me in the hood, making pro. No, I'm not your middle. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to. You know, give it that vibe still. And he's like, man, do that shit on it. You know what I'm saying? And I had already kind of like fucked around with it. So I'm like, I'm going to just do it on this shit. Fuck it. Dope, dope. Um, you know what I'm saying? 
Speaking of Rafi, he does like pretty much all the beats on the album except for the last one by Knowledge, the last track. Um, The beats, as I said earlier, they have like a very cinematic, soulful sound and they complement your voice very well. Like, can you talk about like, like give some insight to who Rafi is, you know, and how his sound was able to mess so well with your vocals? Um, first of all, man, Rafi is one of my closest friends, man. It's my, man, without Rafi, shit, this shit wouldn't really be possible, man. He worked, mm-hmm. worked the hardest in the house. He, he is the truth, man. But honestly, when he, when we first came in, like he already, him and Brown already had kind of like the sound already figured out for me, you know what I'm saying? So he was letting me hear a search. I'm like, man, what the fuck is this, man? Wait, what? I wasn't feeling. I'm all, you know, and that's what the Bruiser Brigade dojo about. Brown, Brown challenged himself on every track, bro. Like mm. he'd bring the light out of a track you couldn't, you would think he could. And I'm like, I could never rap over no shit like that. But they like, fuck that, just be you. You know what mm. I'm saying? I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna spit. They're like, yeah, just spit. And it somehow just that's the way I vibe with his beats, and I couldn't stand them fucking beats at first, man. Really? Now I can't. I, I, I it's gotta be that, you know. It's like gotta be close to. I like to have on other shit like the old trap music. That shit like playing street basketball. I'm right now. I'm in the NBA. We we winning titles, trying to play playoffs. We run an organized ball right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm making fucking songs. You know and, uh, that sound, man. His sound, the way he go about it, he worked, man. He worked the hardest, man. If you seen that shit, you'd be tripping, man. Wow. Yeah. Do Do you think that your history with him, you know, your personal history with him, has anything to do with the chemistry of why it works so well with you? Because it is perfect for your voice, the beats. Okay, like when you come into the Bruiser, they got you got a plan. Brown got he got the blueprint. And you go in and you don't you don't know if the shit really fit and you like, you know. Mm. Then they put it out to the world and, and, and they love it. You know what I'm saying? And then he just might show this shit on his Twitch. You know what I'm saying? You got fans like, who the fuck is Bruiser Wolf? Oh my fucking God. He might retweet me freestyling some shit. Do 30 fucking thousand fucking views of crazy shit. And then you get to be like, okay. Like, I, it goes back to don't fuck with the doctor and them delivering the baby. You ain't never delivering no motherfucking baby. So shit they have told me, I done seen come to light. So I trust what they say. I trust mm-hmm. what Rafi trying to do. Like, all right, I don't, I don't know, but all right, nigga, I'm going to go ahead. Then it turned out to be great. And then I, I see why I'm still learning, you know what I'm saying, through the whole song. Like, you know what I mean? And, um, it's a dope feeling, bro. And, that's what his music, that's what his shit do to me, man. You know what I'm saying? Dope, dope. Um, what, what, um, what would you say are some of the pros and cons to how people have received your sound and style of hip hop? Mm-hmm. All right. The pros is. I, I got bars. I know I got bars and somewhat 
I'm enlightened the sport of hip hop and bars and um I'm um other pros of being positive about you know dope game stupid and just just spitting look classy whatever the cons fuck you talking about the streets you joking you playing uh who this old nigga what this nigga talking about you know this cat's that's really out here still and i know because you know i experienced it i see it you know it ain't no joke you know what i mean but the other cons is uh play with my voice you know what i mean Oh, nigga, sound like Mickey Mouse. Damn right. I just did. I'm just about to fuck with Adult Swim, too. On some voice animation, too, you know? But, you know, the other cons are, where's my where's my longevity with this? You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, how you making the dope game stupid? In so many ways, you still, you know, like, it can be a negative sight on it. You know what I mean? You know, I'm I'm different in all coming. When you're different, they don't like it. Like you know, sometimes it comes with it. You know, I'm older. You know, uh, I'm dope as fuck though. You know what I'm saying? Like you did is like he rap different. His cadence is different. He, you know, his voice. But this shit hard though. You know, it's like they can take it the way they want to take it. You know, they can be like, damn. You go back to the pros. It's unbelievable what the fuck he doing with that voice. It's unbelievable what he's saying. And oh man, this shit is true and so real. I can't, you know. I guess so many other ways you can be real. That's another pro about this shit. I can be real about you know being a hell of a father, wanting to be a better father. There's so much other real shit in the world that that means so much more than that than than being the illest nigga on the block or selling the most work or or, or the most gangster nigga, you know. It's, it's more shit really than that, you know, uh, that I could touch on. That's the pros, too, man. I can go on and on, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm my biggest critic, you know what I'm saying? Man, I wanted to ask you, like, just adding on to that question, like, how do you rise above the critiques or the cons, like, when you hear them? Like, what motivates you to be like, yo, I'm just going to go above that. Like, I'm not going to let that get me. This shit. When I first started, I came into the game like, like who the fuck is this different motherfucker? I'm coming from Detroit. I'm coming, you know, I sound absolutely different out here, but I still got the same, the same fucking knowledge and witty that we all come with from from growing up in the D. But you know, man, it just it it, it just takes me there, dog. You know what I mean? Dig it. Throughout some of the songs on the album, I would say a number of songs on the album, you start out your verse with a very poised but strong vocal expression. Like on the song Syndicate, you say something like, "You get hated on because you made it. Fr- you made it from when you make. No, well, let me say it again. You get hated on because you made it from where you made it from. Didn't have a lane." So you created one. Like it's like that vocal inflection that you hear and then you you'll like hit with like a a strong like emphasize a certain word after. Like um like how do you go about choosing which words you start your first verses with? It just it just really come with rhythm pattern too, because 
I might like that song. I use stanzas that I had already. You know what I'm saying? It was already put together. It wasn't like I usually go back and piece metaphors to a thesis or a topic that I'm writing about and just go back into my archives and pick all the shit out. But I just fucking that particular song, I used the stanzas and, and kind of like just brought a story out of it. I didn't really go like really structured with that one. And it just kind of like the pockets, the way I said shit on it, just because of how the beat was. I, that dog, let me tell you about that motherfucking beat. That was the first beat I hated. And it's so dope. Rappy been trying to get, he had, that was the first, one of the first ones, he, you do this, this shit gonna be crazy. I did that. That was the second from the last. I did that right before. Thank, thank God. But wow, and I, was like, and I just couldn't like I couldn't vibe with it because I wanted to make a Neller. I wanted to motherfucking have a dog ass hook. I'm like, you know what? I'm just about to spit on this nigga. You know what I'm saying? I made it from like I was. I was at that point where you can see you can see that verse kind of match. Thank God. Like it's a hall of feeling. Like I'm thanking God that I made. I'm feeling good. I know this album about to be double said. I know what I said on this bitch. Right. So that's why I started off like I made it from where I made it from and have a lane. So I created one. Money is my native tongue. Detroit's native song that's faded and daily smoking runs. I'm the one because it's all in front of me. Like, you know, like just got off into, you know, talking about that. Say, hey, going back to my experience of this goofy shit that I was trying to do, man, and make, make something that I could have. Go back to me trying to so much other shit positive that means so much more. Like I could have been doing more than just like I'm doing right now. I gave up all that shit and put my faith behind my music. And that's go back to the last one. That's why it ain't shit for me. I love it. I love being an underdog. I come in, it's the easiest shit to do. When Spud Whip come in that motherfucker and do a 360, it looks better. <laughs> Word. So Indeed. it's like, you know. Cool. Oh, the voice all of it. Yep. Uh-huh. Bars too. So it's like, you know, it amazes me, but that. that's just how I be flowing, bro. You know? Got it. Got it. Now, the album has 13 songs, but so- somehow in my listening ex- experience of it, none of the tracks really lose my attention. Like, what do you attribute to the overall cohesiveness of the album? Like, what makes this project flow so seamlessly? Shit, man, it's the way. It's the way that they made it. Like, man, I did 30 songs, you know? Really? 35 songs. And I guess it was like Danny and Raffi reading a book, bro. Like, and. This was his summary of it, kind of like, and uh, the way they make everything transition together with the sounds and the skits. It, it was a hell of a game plan, man. And together, like I can't take all the credit. You know what I'm saying? True, I can't. I I know what I did. I know the aim I was. I know I got in my bag and fucking with motherfuckers with the beat. Like I got into a whole zone, but. It was them to choreograph that to make it come together like that, to make it sound like that. Dope, dope. Come on, just deliver the baby, man. Dope, dope. Man. <laughs> I, I, I like what I'm hearing now because, you know, you come into the interview kind of thinking one way, but with the responses I'm hearing from you, it seems like this was a hands-on Bruiser Brigade project. Like, 
you know, real yeah. producing involved here, man. So that's yeah. dope. That's dope. So I know you said earlier that, like, the bars come acor- may come across funny to the listener, but it's just you being yourself, right? Like, do you feel like there's there's a technique to that? Because there's not a lot of MCs, and, and I've said this on previous shows, there's not a lot of MCs that are able to be funny but also clever with their lyrics. Like, that's a, that's not a... That's not a common thing. Like, do you think it's all personality or is there like a technical approach to that from your perspective? I believe it comes from my personality, first of all. But like, like I'm seasoned with that show. I used to go to a Friday Night Cypher every week, every Friday at the biggest radio station in Detroit. I was one of the hottest MCs. You know what I'm saying? You can't curse online. I mean, you can't curse on air. They get fine. You don't know what beat you're going to hear. You know what I'm saying? Don't I don't know what I'm hearing. So all I got to do is think of, it's like I'm preacher off five harmonies. I'm going over. Give me, your, give me your best motherfucking repertoire. You know, I come with my shit. You know, I got my shit every time I go to the Friday Night Cyber. I got some, some witty shit I could put together. But uh, when I got there, dog, like it, it trained me to do different shit. Like, okay, all these, everybody gangsters out here, everybody talking about what they, you know, who, who, who. Like, let me come in here and say this like this. And then the voice already got them tripping. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they really tripping that the voice is like this, probably because I'm looking like, you wouldn't probably expect I look like this. And, and, and the way I'm rambling, and it's, and it's hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can, I can blank out, you know what I mean, and go. And just go over my favorite ones and never use them again. But um that's that's what brought that shit out in the album too much. They like just be you, just spit, don't worry about the beat. Whatever. I'm like, all right, all right. So it got off to me even doing uh certain structure shit. That's where you hear that that left feel like, oh he tripped, he just came on this bitch ripping. Yeah, it come from that. It come from me getting prepared every Friday. You know what I mean? Now I'm in the lab and I can do what I want to do. Take my time. I got the beat I've been working on, you know, and just have my way with it. That's why I really love uh, another thing I just learned not to get off topic, but to rap. I've been doing shows without my lyrics. A lot of MCs do shows with their lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't get off into my shit if I can't control the beat. You chasing lyrics down. So I'm so comfortable, man, with this shit now. You know what I'm saying? With how I'm I'm vibing with my music, so. Dope. Yeah. Um, how is your stage show different from, you know, what we get in the recording? Because that's interesting what you just said. Like, what are some elements of your stage presence that people get beyond what they hear on in the music, in the recording? It's like, I'm the motherfucking village griot, you know what I'm saying? I, they come around to the campfire and listen to, to the motherfucking stories. You know what I'm saying? And I learned that rapping in Detroit, even though cats don't, they just do this. And, you know, yeah, everybody ain't screaming like the fan base I have now or jumping around doing anything. And they're coming to you at the end of the show, man, you so hard. I'm like, man, I'm like, y'all feeling that shit. Like, what? We was listening. Like, because that's what I bring. I bring words. So my stage present now is like, 
I'm giving you that that style. I'm giving you that Motown, like, but at the same time, I'm speak I'm speaking and spitting to you. And they coming to see me, so it's, it's so dope that they come to see me, man. You know my words, so I can really control the crowd. You know what I mean? You know, I I ain't the motherfucker to be jumping all around and shit. You know what I mean? And ain't that ain't what you hear? You know what I'm saying? So my stage presence is like. I'm kicking game and they just feeling. Then I got some shit that we can vibe to, and, and I give you expressions. I I give you really like it's so funny. I go back to them thirteen songs and I remember how every which way I recorded them. Mm-hmm. That's why I love doing the songs live with my my own feeling, not chasing the track now. You know, interesting. Yeah, uh, you know, I say it's so dope, bro. The way I feel the music, I feel every way that I made each one. So I know the fans can see that expression too. You know, that's dope, man. Like, it, it, it's good to hear that they're able to get a glimpse of what you're feeling in the moment beyond, you know, the music that's on the actual CD or the recording. So, man, I want to go back to the last song again. Mama was a dope fiend. Like, you said it is produced by knowledge. And I have to say... I wouldn't even think this is a knowledge beat when I when I hear it. Like I wouldn't even think it doesn't sound like something that I've heard, you know, as far as knowledge's signature sounds. So that kind of threw me off when I found it was knowledge. Um, but talk to me about like why this this particular track was important for you to finish the album with, to close out the album with. Man. First, I want to just go back to how you were talking about knowledge. I'm so thankful that I have knowledge, you know, tap in and vibe with me. And I didn't even know who the fuck knowledge was. And it's one of my gifts, too. I don't know who people is. I just like to treat people genuinely. You know, I don't know. Nobody told me knowledge had no Grammy nominees, Grammy, nothing, Bruno Mars, none of that shit. They're just like, he dope. You fine. You should fuck with him. You know, I'm like, okay. I'm going to try to nail this shit. But uh, to end it off like that, and it was really like I had went so hard. It's like just just imagine just working out, just working out, just working out. And to get to the point, you're so tired. I don't know if you ever worked so, so hard or you play, played any sports and they pushing you, pushing you. Sometimes you might gut it in to cry to come in your feelings. You might use your inner strength. And that's what it was like. It's like, shit, I'm, I'm like I went so hard. And it was like, man, blanked out and opened my eyes to like I, that was one of the songs I ever did where it felt like movie. It felt like I was in the movie doing it. Like I felt mm-hmm. like my whole life, the way the way I delivered it when I was doing it, I knew it was special, bro. Not just from the words I was saying, but just the feeling, the way I was delivering it, dog. Mm-hmm. Like I felt every line in it, like. It was like somebody finding out something and they just wanted to tell somebody about it. You mm. know what I'm saying? I just wanted to, man, it was, it was special. It had to be. It was one of the most meaningful songs on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. yeah like you said, how that go with that one? Like how that make, like how that question you asked me earlier, like all the other music and exactly. the way it was, me having fun and get to something so serious. We kicking it, you know what I mean? And I'm like, we gonna joke and laugh, talk about, you know, whatever, you know, and, and talk about the real. And then it might get like that. 
I tell you what, what really affected me, you know, or what touches me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Like Get that off the music. You know? Like it, 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 it has the same. You get Bruiser Wolf, the Bruiser Wolf sound throughout every track on the album, including that. But yeah. it just takes it up a notch from an emotional standpoint, and um, I think it, it delivers extremely well as a closer track. You know what I mean? Which leads me to my next question, which makes me think about what's next, right? Like, what with this project, it almost feels like it's an introduction to your world. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and the street hustling world, but just uniquely, unique Bruiser Wolf, but it leaves you at a place like, oh man, this could be a continuation. Like, so, right. have you thought about like what your next album is going to look like is it going to follow in the same concept or is it going to be a different direction you know you my man you know that you know you my man so you know i want to tell you but since you're my man and i'm gonna keep it 1000 with you there's a couple directions we're going right now you know and i'm gonna say the stuff that's extreme just to keep people looped in and it don't matter. They're going to come back to hear that, that second one. But uh, I was thinking a few things, man. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got, you ain't got to drop it on me, but I just wanted to, you know, see where the, where the you know, direction might be. Oh, man, we you know we coming with the bars. You know what nice. I'm saying? We, gonna come, we coming with the heat. We coming with the fun music, you know. It's, it's going to be more what they want to hear, you know. And, uh. You know, I thought it was dope. I don't care because I know they ain't going to use it, but I thought it was dope. I could look at it like Carlito's way, you know, and go back in time. Why the fuck the dope game so stupid for mm. real? Like the actual living of it. Like when you watch Power and shit, you so excited that we watching Raising Canaan right now. You get to see the shit. You get to see what they was doing. Like, I fuck with power, you know. I like, I can't wait to bring ghosts out when they was young, all this shit. I'm so tired of it, but I'm quite sure that's how they is with the music, too. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, and I ain't that person to get, I'm, I'm, a, I got so much, shit. like, when I was doing that shit, I'm like, you know, like, they like, they, I'm happy they like, but it's like, it was so much other shit, you know, it's so much other shit that they gonna love to hear, you know what I'm saying? And also, it's new shit because of, my life is different, you know what I mean? The price is different, you know? So everything is so special and, and, and for me to see something that they planned, something that they told me what was gonna happen and everything they told me from Brown and Rafi and the whole, my whole wow. Booze Brigade family, that what was gonna happen, it happened. So it makes me feel like my music now, the shit I'm saying now, it's, it's crazy, man. Wow. I'm having, I'm in a place right now for real, I'm in a good place, you know. Wow, man! You know, they, they gonna love that new shit. They gonna, it's gonna be special again. Do Do we have like a date that you're thinking? I mean, you don't have to give me the exact date, but is that something that's already in the works? Is Is the recording already had started happening? Like, <laughs> oh, you know, the name of the games, of course. So, I should it shouldn't evolve. That okay. shit, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. You know, 
Uh, I don't have a date though. That's Not cool. at all. Like we, so we gonna we, we just gonna keep looking. We are gonna keep connected, man. Speaking of that, um, let the people know before we get out of here, like where they can find you, like your social media, your website, so that uh, you know, we can stay up on, you know, Bruiser Wolf's music. For sure, underscore underscore Bruiser Wolf on Instagram, Twitter. I'm Coa Big Wolf. You know what I'm saying? Go to the Bruiser Brigade YouTube channel. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm at, really. That's where I'm rocking. Go to Spotify. Make sure you go to all the platforms. You know what I'm saying? Bandcamp, tap in with me. You know what I'm saying? Go get your merch. You know what I'm saying? That's in my inbox on Instagram, on my on my bio. You know, uh, it's a bruising world, man. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. Y'all see? My last question to you is, if you had to... And this is kind of thinking ahead, right? Like, if you had to explain what you would want your music legacy to be, like, how would you break that down in the briefest way? In the briefest way, where I want my music to be, um, I want it to be timeless. I want it you know, like I said in the interview a minute ago, uh, one of my biggest success and accomplishments as an artist right now is for people of different demographics, different races to come together and listen to my music. And they damn me damn near the same thing. They saying the same shit, you know. And back when, before we was even thought of, no one could come together, you know what I'm saying, on nothing. So. That's one of my biggest things, man, to have timeless music and to be my music to be loved. You know what I'm saying? I could dig it's, it. I could dig it. Listen, Bruiser, it was a pleasure having you on the platform, man. I look forward to the new music that's coming out whenever, when it does come out, you know. Um, it's I think- going to be out the box. <laughs> exactly. Just for you. So, I, but I think this album is going to hold people down, at least for this whole year. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's good that you released it. And I think, you know, you'll have new people getting acquainted with it and finding out about it, man. So, um, thank you for the opportunity to be able to build with you for this interview, man. Much success to you, man. And, um, yeah, man, shout out to Bruiser Brigade Records, man. I know... Y'all probably got a lot more things coming out as well. Shout out to all the dope Detroit artists, man. I'm such a fan of, you know, the dope MCs that that come out of that city, man. And the producers, too. Y'all got some of the best producers, you know, in hip-hop, period. So, um, yeah, man. So, uh, like I said, man, look forward to seeing what's next, man. Any last words you want to say to the people before we get out of here? Oh, for sure. Uh, I want to shout out to my family, you know, my children. Shout out to the Bruiser Brigade. Salute to my lady, my wife. Uh, I want to send a shout out. We dropping. I know this drop about to drop, so I want y'all to go get that off Bandcamp. My man Noah. I mean, the album Noah. You know what I'm saying? Quinn the God. About to drop him out. You know what I'm saying? We about to go crazy. Keys. You know what I'm saying? Go get that. Noah. You know what I'm saying? Nigga on a horse. It's dropping, go get that on Bandcamp. You know what I'm saying? Support the Bruiser Brigade movement. All well. 
Indeed, indeed. And I just want to say to all of our listeners and viewers, make sure y'all go to our website, outtheboxmedia.com. Get acquainted with our previous episodes. We've been doing this since 2009. So we got like, I, I lose count. Uh, Bruiser, sometimes I forget, but uh, I want to say we're approaching at least 200 interviews throughout all of the years. There was a time where I took a nice break, but I'm back and I'm, 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 I'm on it every week for a new episode. So always make sure to check for us every Friday for a new episode with a print with a talented artist, man. So thank you again, Bruiser, man. Like I said, much success to you and to all the listeners and viewers. Much thanks for listening and watching Out the Box. Till next time, I want to say peace, love, and light. Y'all stay healthy. Y'all stay focused. Y'all stay good. We out of here. Peace. Bruce.